promotion is worth so much more than the money. Content is still king. Social media is completely your brand. The social media is acting as a catch net. Welcome back to the Music Marketing Podcast with Birth Simone. Today we're going to be talking about copy uh, and how artists can be using it to promote their music and engage an audience. Um, I think it's a part of uh, content creation that a lot of artists are missing out on. Um, you're a big advocate for yeah, copy. Yeah, I'm super passionate about this topic and mainly because musicians kind of suck at selling themselves. Mm -hmm. They're not very good at understanding their audience and what is going to make them listen to their music. And through text-based content, this mm -hmm. is how you do it. And I think a reason musicians kind of aren't great at it is because you've spent all that time on making your music the best it possibly can. Mm. Why would people not want to listen to it? Mm. But there's a lot of competition out there and you need to learn to not only write good copy and text, but learn to sell your music. Mm -hmm. I think also um, because everyone's so obsessed with Instagram, YouTube, creating content, they forget that copy counts as content. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll spend so long on a video, um, a podcast, and then the text to go alongside it will be the thing that actually mm -hmm. doesn't get people to engage with it. And there's so there's so many simple things you can be doing, spending more time on the caption, yeah. writing blog posts, the, the titles of your videos, all things like that that we're gonna talk about today. Um, so should we start with Instagram captions? Because yep. I think this one's a really important one that a lot of artists forget about or don't spend that much time on. Mm -hmm. um, what do you suggest for a caption? What do you think is important to include? Well. Firstly, I think a lot of people ask us whether you need like a big caption under every picture. And for me, I'd say as, as an emerging artist who's looking to grow, you really do. Mm -hmm. And I think one point before I forget is almost every algorithm out there, YouTube algorithm, Instagram algorithm, Facebook, Spotify, mm -hmm. they're all working to keywords mm -hmm. and they're all looking through the keywords. Even if you upload a video to YouTube, it is pulling all of your, all of, everything you say and putting it to text and then yeah. finding the keywords for search terms. So with that in mind, yes, I'd say if you want the algorithm to pick up on your on your posts on Instagram, then you do want bigger captions. And, and Instagram is watching, so you're scrolling and people stop and read your full caption, spend more time on that post, mm -hmm. then of course it's gonna show it to more and more people because it's obviously good quality content. And mm. don't forget Instagram, it's unlimited characters pretty much yeah. in, in that description. Yeah, um, also what's so important is most people don't scroll Instagram with the sound on. Mm, um, true. So if they're in public, if you're sat on a train, you're not going to be that confident to put your sound on and just yeah, blast true. it out. Um, so if you went over to our Instagram right now, you'll see that the, all of our content has very large captions, basically summarizing what's happening in that post so that people that don't have the time or are in a situation where they can't have the sound on, mm. they can still take in that content without having to turn it on. And I think for artists, that's so important because if you've created a video where it's like a behind the scenes um, tour video or something and people don't have the sound on they might not enjoy that content in the slightest mm -hmm. and also if that caption's good enough people will go back to it when they have mm. the chance to turn the sound on yep. um, so I think that caption's a chance to engage your audience by sort of telling them what's going to happen in that piece of content but also um, kind of pressure people to engage mm. so you can ask questions you can sort of trigger people to say something mm. um, and don't forget so that, simple to do. that little preview on, yeah. on like a lot of artists we see forget that it, there is a see more yeah. feature mm -hmm. so you're only going to see the first say four words 
of that post. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure those first four words are something where people want to click that read more mm -hmm. button. And it, like if they don't, then they'll just scroll past. Yeah, I think that's a really key one. Um, also, while we're on Instagram, your bio. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's one a lot of artists also forget. And we always say that your bio shouldn't be the indie pop band from Bristol. Yeah. It should be what people are going to get from following that account. So that could be um, tutorials. It could be cover songs. Yeah. It could be behind the scenes of you as an artist and following your journey progressing. Yeah. Because the worst thing when you go to follow an artist and it just says indie pop band from Bristol yeah. is what are you getting? And then the link is just like out now, out now, go stream the track. Yeah. And it's like sales if nonstop. I, I think that is one of the biggest misconceptions in the industry is putting that link mm -hmm. in the bio. Because one, if you go to the Instagram you've already heard the music. Mm -hmm. You've already heard the music and that's why you're there. If you haven't heard the music, you're there for the content. Mm -hmm. You're not there to go, oh, I'm gonna to listen to the music first before consuming the content. Mm -hmm. So you've got to really tell people what they're going to see by following first and then persuade them to listen to the music, say in your stories or in your posts for that reason. Mm -hmm. um, copy also on stories. Yeah. Um, you do this on your personal Instagram, mm -hmm. Alex underscore Burstmo, little plug there. Um, you put kind of sort of blog posts on your stories. Yeah. Um, because again, it's unlimited. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm openly experimenting with lots yeah. of different content. We do, uh, we notice that when we're doing talking to camera, if we don't give people a snippet of uh, what is to come and what the topics are, mm -hmm. they don't watch to the end. Uh, also, I thought maybe you get more engagement as well. And this seems to be working by creating little blog posts in your Instagram stories mm -hmm. and just giving tips for musicians. So say you're on the train and you want like a little hack on how to promote yourself, then of course you're not in a position where you can sit and listen to someone talking. Mm. But what you can do is just hold your thumb down, pause and read, and that's proving to be effective as well. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good one. Um, you mentioned before about YouTube and how it's looking at keywords. Mm -hmm. um, a lot more artists are experimenting with YouTube, which is yep. amazing because I think it's a fantastic platform to engage a, a really big following. Um, what do you suggest for the uh, descriptions for videos? Yeah, I mean, in terms of creating videos, you need to, like, there are there's a tag section in YouTube and people put all their tags in mm -hmm. and it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It really it hasn't done anything for years. Mm -hmm. What does do things is the description itself. Mm -hmm. Main remember that the the initial part of the description is what's going to be the um, the brief kind of sample of what the video contains. So when mm -hmm. you're searching the results, that's what's going to be displayed. And also the algorithm has been going to look through that as well. And also just the subtitling and the title itself. So mm -hmm. in a previous podcast, we mentioned that a great experiment would be if you're an emerging artist, don't just put artist name and track title for your video because nobody's gonna click it, no one's searching for you, but they might be searching for other things or you might get picked up by the algorithm of if you get a high enough click-through rate. Mm -hmm. So if every if you write a title where everyone just can't help but click mm -hmm. and the thumbnail is perfect, like for example, we said in the podcast, a $1 music video. Mm -hmm. People want to see what a $1 music video mm -hmm. really looks like and they will click it and watch to the end. Mm -hmm. So. Things like that are just so important. We'll link that video below. Um, it's about music videos in general. That's one mm -hmm. of my favorite podcasts yeah. we've ever done. So yeah, I'll link that one below. Um, 
copy as well, which a lot of people forget about, is full blog posts. Yeah, um, yeah. They are still fantastic. People do still read blogs. Um, I think a lot of people don't think <laughs> they do, but no, you true. really do, especially if, you, um, if you're if you quite niche in what you write about. Um, I don't think anymore people um, blog about their daily lives. No. I don't think that's as popular, yep. purely because we have podcasts, we have YouTube channels, and people, stories where you can just talk to the camera. Um, unless you have a very, very dedicated fan base, I don't think blogs to just tell everyone how your day's been is going mm. to get readers. But if you have a niche, uh, a niche area to cover, I think it's a fantastic way yeah. to engage people. And and Google is one of the most unbiased algorithms in the world. People yeah, think yeah. It, it's it kind of just weighted towards like Wikipedia and the mm. New York Times and things like that. It's not. If you pick a niche enough topic, mm -hmm. then people are going to click it and Google will rank you top yeah. for that search term. And then I think you were heading towards this. People will listen to your music yeah, after, yeah, exactly. after uh, reading your blog post. Yeah, so it's exactly the same as us. We've written blog posts and people then come across our website because yeah. we've written decent blog posts. <laughs> but you can do the exact same. So say you are a a guitarist and your music is kind of guitar based music. You could write a blog post about playing the guitar. You could write about mm -hmm. um, potentially you make guitars, you design guitars, you could do it about how you learn different guitar riffs, uh, different hacks you have for playing the guitar. And if you start ranking for certain search terms mm -hmm. to do with playing a guitar, people that are interested in those things are going to come across your website. And if mm -hmm. that blog is hosted on your music website, they're going to come across your music. Exactly. It's the exact same as having an Instagram account where you're creating content. People then discover mm. your music, same as YouTube. Mm -hmm. But with a blog post, you're engaging them because you're adding so much value. Mm. Um, and a quick crash course on SEO is yeah. have a good title, have a good description for when people are, are searching. Mm -hmm. When people click, make sure you answer the question and keep them on the website. And uh, and when they click off, they don't go back to the Google search results. So don't try and trick people to go there. And also just keep it niche. Don't try and compete with the competitors. So if you're going to write a blog post, search for it first. See if you can do better mm -hmm. or if the New York Times has done an article on it mm -hmm. and it just comes up, you're not going to beat it. Mm -hmm. But if you can do something incredibly niche about an instrument or a songwriting process or something mm -hmm. like that, then yes, you can rank for it and start mm -hmm. building fans that way. <laughs> the way I always explain it to people that don't understand it is, you know when you type in um, why you have like a cough or why you have mm -hmm. something and the top mm -hmm. result is always like you've got you're cancer, yeah. you're yeah. dying. Yeah. That's because people click on it and stay on it. Yeah. So they'll type in, um, I've got a tickle in my throat and they'll mm -hmm. go onto the top result and it's like, you've got throat cancer, you're mm -hmm. about to die. And everyone's like, oh my God. So they stay click. on that, they yeah. read the full article. They don't go back and look at the other yeah. websites. They already think they're about to die. Yeah. So if you can answer a question and keep someone on that page for so long, you've got them hooked. So like you said, sort of having a good title, but also putting images in there, having subtitles, having um, questions that you then answer within the blog post. Yep. All of those sort of things are gonna keep people engaged. And if you have a niche area to cover, I think mm -hmm. blogs are such a cool way to engage an audience. Um, and also, if you're not comfortable in front of camera, um, you don't like taking pictures and things, blogs are super, super easy. Um, I also know a lot of people that um, get the transcript for their podcasts and put it as a I think a blog that's post. a great idea. We've yeah. never thought about doing that. Um, I think it's because we ramble quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would work for us, yeah. but I know a lot of people that have more scripted podcasts um, and then they get the transcript and then use that as a blog post. So obviously you're just reusing mm. the content, which is really easy to do. Um, and if you're interested in podcasts, we've just done 
a video about podcasts on our yep. podcast. Um, and I will make sure to link that one below as well. Um, but yeah, also uh, one thing I want to mention is going back to Instagram yep. is uh, we get a lot of DMs from artists saying, please listen to my music. And I, yeah, I think you've got to figure out what makes you different. And I, I, the only way of really seeing why you need to be different is seeing what we see and that's just being bombarded constantly with people saying listen to my music saying just like they've got a bot and they've just like copy and paste mm. copy and paste copy and paste and lots of fire emojis mm. and it's all the same stuff like why should i listen to your music mm. if you really want to sell yourself you want to say having a really bad day listen to my track it'll cheer you mm. up or like suffering from heartbreak my track will get you through mm. niche down and find a reason for people to listen to the track yeah it can't just be here's a link please accidentally click yeah. it and listen to my track. yeah i didn't even think about that dms obviously are copy mm -hmm. itself mm -hmm. um i found a lot of the people that message the bursamo uh, instagram the ones that i actually have listened to their music and spent a lot of time talking to them is people that have actually sort of added value in return mm -hmm. so um a lot of artists that have engaged with our content for ages or they've sent something quite personal because they've they've watched our stories something like that shows that someone hasn't copy and pasted um and far too many artists are copy and pasting it's it's so lazy yeah. um it's not going to get you any streams it's not going to get you any engagement um and i think a great way to do it is going onto the person's account finding something so so personal mm -hmm. um so you like the picture of their dog. You yep. say, your dog is so cute. Please play him my new song. Like yeah, that is exactly. so much more That's personal so yeah. than being like streamer track. Yeah. Um, because it shows you've taken the time to consider them as a person rather than seeing them as a number. Um, yeah. Have you got anything else to add on coffee? Uh, I think ads as well. People yes. always see artists running ads. And to be honest, like... You, again, you can't just do out now, stream my track. How many times do we hear people say, yeah, we ran Facebook ads once and got nothing back from it. And when we look at what they ran and it was just like, stream this random artist track mm. out now. And it's just, firstly, Facebook and Instagram are a terrible place to really do that. You mm. want to try and raise more awareness. Mm. And secondly, just why, what makes you different? Mm. So again, when you're running ads, you always need to be thinking like, why stream this track, what vibes, mm -hmm. like you always use the example of like running an ad to like say fans of the 1975 saying, are you a fan of the 1975? Yeah. Check this track out. Something like that mm -hmm. would get people interested. Use the, use the targeting in order to create your copy. Mm -hmm. So figure out who you can target and then create the, the copy for that yeah. audience. Like, uh, Advertising on social media isn't like television where you're running the same advert to millions and millions mm. of people nationally. You can run 200 different adverts with different yeah. copy with different videos and different combinations to find the right audience for each person. Mm -hmm. And that's how you should be doing it, writing your copy for your audience. Yeah, I actually sometimes think the copy is more important than the actual content itself. Mm. So um, like you said, you can target the people and then base the copy on that so it could be like are you a fan of mm. or you could be are you based in Portsmouth and if mm. you're doing a tour in Portsmouth someone that's there is more likely to stop scrolling yeah. I also think you can so easily start conversations um, and ads look so much stronger and they're going to be pushed out more and be cheaper if you're getting a lot of engagement so say your song is quite political you could write a full blog post above your promo video mm -hmm. about that political message and what your political message is through the song and you can actually run that against people that 
are the polar opposite. Yeah. Um, so the Trump one, for example, you could go anti-Trump sort of thing. Yep. Get all that engagement. Um, and that's engagement that you've got. And exactly. then you can run it against the people you actually want as fans. And it's yep. already got engagement. It's going to start conversation. Um, and there's no such thing as negative comments on these sort of no, things. Not. Facebook, Instagram, they can't judge whether something's a negative or positive comment. So who cares? Yep. It's engagement either way. Um, so I think the copy is one of the most important things that you can put on an ad. And you can also just try so many different types of copy, um, run that, all five of them, 10 of them, however many mm -hmm. you can afford, the one that's performing best, put all your money behind it. Yeah, uh, there's so the much, There's so many like chances to just experiment with copy. Um, mm. I think it's just a lot of artists forget about it. Yeah. Um, but I hope this has made you realize how important <laughs> it is. Um, and if you found this useful, make sure to hit that like button. And if you're listening to this as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. I think we've got one so far. Oh, nice. Thanks to that nice. one guy. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. And we'll see you in the next one.